you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network podcast. The Bait Shop, Newport's own music venue. The hippest place, the hottest band, the coolest drinks. The Bait Shop is the prime stop on the pier for nightly entertainment. Whether you're on a date or it's just a group hang, nothing beats a night at The Bait Shop. Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And this week we're discussing Season 3, Episode 23, The Party Favor. Original air date, April 27th, 2006. Written by John Stevens and directed by Michael Lang. Harbor School's senior prom brings out the best and worst in everyone. With Anna as Seth's date, they try to come up with a plan to get Summer back. Ryan brings Teresa as his date, but keeps a close eye on Marissa and Volchuk. Hmm. Hmm. Did you like this episode? I thought this episode was kind of frustrating a little bit. Did you like any bits of it, though? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, But I'll I'll speak my piece, you know, as we get into it. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Our scoop of the week provided by our buddy Michael Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram The scoop of the week is coffee with gold and yellow sprinkles. I picked this combination for a couple of reasons. I feel like everyone, especially summer, will be reaching for a cup of coffee the morning after a wild night. (laughs) I added gold yellow sprinkles for celebration as prom is a time to celebrate. Also, the colors brown and gold can represent a treasure chest or a pirate ship, which goes with the pirate theme of the prom. Yeah. Good job, Mike. Very good job. I Every week, I'm just like, yes, he provides. Yes, and the <laughs> explanations are the best part. I know. <laughs> All right, so first off, I wanted to bring up that I'm watching on DVD and you're watching on DVD. Yes. Did the episode start off mm-hmm. with commentary about teens getting pregnant? Yes. <laughs> I totally forgot, or maybe I just never realized that this was a thing, but it's Autumn Reeser having commentary about teen pregnancy and how you should use protection. Yeah, and it was like some of it was Teresa having the baby and everything, but like a lot of it was just like Marissa doing shit and Summer and like all the girls. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that it just paired with the prom episode. Yeah. Like, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, The official episode opens with Ryan and Seth. They're walking on the pier to get food, and they're discussing prom. And so Seth is discussing his plan because obviously he has to get Summer back, and obviously he has to go to prom with her. Right. It was like a rite of passage of high school, and if if he didn't go with her, then like it would all be ruined. Yeah, and it was all for nothing, pretty much. And so he tells Ryan that his plan is... He pretended to be a guy from Brown and told Summer to meet him at the diner tomorrow morning. Okay, so another lie. Another lie. (laughs) Correct. I'm sorry. I'm really bitter in this episode. No, girl. Bring it out because we have another lie happening. Mm -hmm. But Ryan talks about how he doesn't have a date and... Seth starts bringing up potential dates. He mentions some girls in their class. And then he brings up the idea of bringing Teresa. 
Mm-hmm. And Ryan goes back and forth with this. And he's like, I don't know. She has a kid. And Seth's like, well, she can get a babysitter. And then Ryan also says that he appreciates the fact that he didn't bring up the act of going with Marissa just as friends. Right. I appreciate that, too. Me, too. I feel Seth has a really good head on his shoulders when it comes to Ryan and everyone else's problems but himself. Yes. Agreed. Right? Like, he's a really good friend. He just can't handle his own shit. Yeah. And it's like all the reasoning and everything that makes sense, he can give it, but he cannot follow suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But as soon as they mention Marissa going with the surf Nazi as they're preparing, I think they were having tacos. Something. They said beef or chicken. Yeah. I'm not sure. they're putting toppings on it. I don't know. Like a gyro maybe or something? Maybe. Yeah. But as soon as they're preparing their food, they notice that Volchuk is on the pier and he's making out with a girl who's definitely not Marissa. Right. Lots of tattoos, dark hair. Can't pass her for Marissa. (laughs) No. Uh, I think Seth even makes a joke that, oh, maybe it's his cousin, his dirty cousin. (laughs) So the next morning, Summer, she arrives at the diner and she sees Seth and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, yeah, about the brown thing. Like, that was all a lie. And so Seth again tries to tell Summer about what happened with everything and brings out a pancake with chocolate chips that spell prom on it. It would have been cute, except, you know, they're in such a bad place right now that Summer doesn't even want to hear him out. He probably shouldn't have opened with, like, yeah, I pretended to be the brown uh, interviewer or whatever. Like, she's not going to want to listen to you if you keep lying to her face. Right. Yeah, I mean, this was just... It was just a bunch of information he's trying to get at Summer... Mm -hmm mushed together when it just shouldn't have been all together. Right. It it literally could have been avoided. This entire thing could have been avoided. Yes, we do know that. (laughs) But yes, so like you said, Summer is not having it. She doesn't care what Seth has to say. She leaves. Seth calls Anna about the pancake idea. And then Anna says, this is all my fault. Yeah. It's not, though. It's (laughs) not your fault, Anna, like at all. And he's like, yeah, well, I promised that I would never lie again. And then they go over again why this all happened. And then Anna's like, listen, you have nothing to lose. You have to tell her the truth, which is like we've been telling Seth to tell the truth for how many episodes right. at this point? Like he literally has had nothing to lose this entire time because he already lost Brown and he lost Summer. So what else did you have to lose? Right. Yeah. Very frustrating. But simultaneously, while Seth and Summer are at the diner, we have Ryan and Teresa. They're having breakfast in the Cohens' backyard. They're reminiscing. They're talking about their first kiss. And then he just comes out and asks her if she'll go to prom with him. And she's first a little bit hesitant, but she does say yes. And then she also mentions that she has kind of gotten close with a guy at work, but it isn't anything serious. Mm-hmm. The fact that she had to mention that, like, oh, you know, you and I could potentially be something, but also but, not. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then we see Marissa and Kevin, because oh. that's what she's oh, calling him. I cracked up the first time I heard her say Kevin. I was like, oh, Kevin. <laughs> the new and improved Volchuk boyfriend. Right. 
they're making out. Things seem to be very light and cheery between them. Marissa seems like she's just so chipper, and it's like she's back to her old self, but she's dating Volchuk. Right, like she's meshed Volchuk to be Kevin now, and Kevin is like the okay boyfriend that you have to kind of like vouch about to your friends like oh he's shitty but like let me tell you why he's fine (laughs) like yeah exactly yeah so she brings up the idea of prom to him and he's super not into it she asked do you just hate prom and he's like well I didn't even make it to prom I barely made it to graduation yeah so are we to assume that he's older then I mean we knew he was older but if he was friends with Johnny it's like how much older are you I'm thinking a year or two. Like I mean, a year, I, yeah. All right, because we said that him and Sadie probably were like around the same age. Yeah, and I think him and Johnny were friends because they ran in the same crew of surfing. Mm-hmm. So I think he's probably a year or two older. Yeah. But in the end, he does decide that he will go to prom with her. So back at the Coens, we are in Sandy and Kirsten's bedroom. Sandy's looking over papers. They're making small talk about the prom and how they should encourage their boys to go, even if they don't have dates, because it's kind of a rite of passage. It's a milestone. Right. And then Kirsten asks, when are we going to talk about us? Hmm. And Sandy responds with, well, let's have the boys have their weekend, and then we can decide how we want to proceed. Ugh. I don't know. I was torn with that. Like hearing him say, like, let's give the boys their weekend. Like they would have had their weekend anyway, regardless if you were trying to put on like like either way, you would have had to put on a good face for the kids. Right. So we could just talk about it then. But I guess he didn't want to get involved with it. And and it makes Kirsten second guess what she's going to tell him. So she doesn't tell him that she slipped up. Yeah, but just his. He's so cold. Yeah. So how? I mean, I get it. He he does make a remark of, "Oh, are we going to talk publicly again, or are you gonna we're going to keep it private?" Which obviously and she does he apologize for doing it, but she's also like, "That was the only way you were going to hear me." Right. So what was I supposed to do? Yeah, I just I could not get over how he said, "We'll decide how we're going to proceed." <laughs> like it's a business transaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Is just a bad answer. But anyway, so we head to school and Summer and Taylor, they bump into each other in the hallway. Taylor's super chipper. She gives Summer her and Marissa's prom tickets. And then Summer says how she doesn't think she even wants to go anymore. And Taylor's like, oh, my God, you have to go. You were prom queen last year. And don't you worry because I got you a date. (laughs) And she continues saying that she's going with Sung Ho and Sung Ho's cousin is visiting and he's a big Korean pop star. K-pop. K-pop. Yeah. (laughs) And so she's like, he's super hot and this is the perfect thing to do. You have to show up to prom with this hot guy. You owe it to yourself. And so Summer's like, okay, well, if he's hot, then I guess I'll go. And in the back of Summer's mind, she's like, okay, good. I can make Seth jealous because that's all she wants to do. Totally. I get it. Yeah, of course. In the lounge, we have Marissa and Ryan. They're sitting on the couch. They're catching up. They're discussing prom. He tells her that 
uh, he invited Teresa and Marissa asks about the whole baby situation. And he's like, yeah, no, the baby's cute, but not mine. Yeah. Baby's cute, but not mine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, he asks about Volchuk. Now, Ryan saw Kevin. Let's I'll call him Kevin this episode. Let's see how well I can do. So Kevin making out with a chick on the pier. And obviously is curious to see how him and Marissa are doing. And she says, oh, yeah, no, we're doing well. And he's going to prom with me. Right. So now Ryan's like, okay, well, I saw him making out with someone. So, like, are you guys? I mean, but do they ever have the talk not to ever back up Volchok, even though I have in the past, but, like, did they have that, like, official talk? Like, we're girlfriend-boyfriend. Like, you can't date anyone else. I mean, it's high school, so you assume that you w- wouldn't. But he's and also sh- not in high school anymore. And he's kind of like that. He lives that lifestyle, that carefree lifestyle. So, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Right. No, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm sure in Marissa's mind, she's like, no, he's my boyfriend, but in his mind, he's like, oh, I actually do care about you, but, like, if something else comes along and it's there, I'm not going to not take advantage of it. Right, and which he clearly does twice in this episode. Yeah. Uh, So after school, Seth, he calls Summer, again trying to explain. He apologizes about going into the girls' bathroom at (laughs) school to get her attention, and as he's on the phone, the doorbell rings. He goes to get the door, and it's Anna. Yeah, she flew all the way there for him. Yeah, and obviously Seth hangs up his phone because here again, if Summer were to listen to her voicemail and hear Seth, you know, it's like, oh my God, another girl's voice. Are you kidding me? Right, and he also says like, oh, hey, Anna, before he hangs up, but I didn't remember. I'm like, oh shit, does Summer hear him leave this message and she like gets the wrong idea because of it? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, he stops by Kevin's after school to talk to him and confronts him about the girl he saw her, saw him with. And he kind of brushes it off and he's like, are you kidding? Like you've seen Marissa, right? Like she's so hot in every way. And then Marissa, she comes out from, uh, behind him and Ryan obviously shuts it down. Yeah, because Volchok does say, like, oh, are you going to tell her? Like, she won't believe you. Like, not really denying that he did it, but also, like, if you were a good friend, you wouldn't say anything to her kind of thing. Yeah, and so ultimately Ryan doesn't as soon as he sees Marissa, and she's confused as of why he's there. And he's like, oh, I'm just here to invite you guys to pictures before prom at Kirsten's. And Marissa's like, oh, that's really sweet. And, of course, Kevin mocks it like, oh, so sweet. And she slaps him. Yeah. She's like, oh, we'll be there. Don't worry. Like, she has to kind of make up for the fact that he's such an asshole. Right. It's like what you were saying earlier. That's the type of boyfriend that she's viewing him as. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's an asshole, but I have to make excuses for him. Exactly. Uh, Back at the Coens, Anna and Ryan, they see each other for the first time in years in the kitchen. I love this little (laughs) reunion. Ryan, he cracks me up. Hey, 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 hey. everything's always hey. Yeah, but I mean like genuine smiles and happiness happening here. But they hug, they catch up, and she says like, oh my God, you're so much more grown up since the last time I saw you. And then Seth enters and he starts talking about how Anna is truly a true friend because she flew 2,000 miles just to be here. She has a great plan and, you know, kind of 
pushing Ryan's buttons. Like, you see what she's doing? And he's like, yeah, don't push it. <laughs> like, let's not go there. But she explains that she has phases in this plan to get Summer back. So phase one, which sounded like a really good idea, was for her to go to Summer's and explain everything that nothing is going on between them. Hmm. Phase two, in the off chance that that didn't work, then she would go at Seth's. She would go as Seth's prom date. So, phase one, full <laughs> phase one, Doesn't phase work. one in full <laughs> swing. Uh, over at Summers, her and Marissa, they're listening to Big Korea, and <laughs> they're looking at the CD cover, and they're like, "Yeah, he's cute." And uh, Summers like, how can you tell he's in a spacesuit? Like she's starting to realize like this is so ridiculous. Yeah, and she's like, this is supposed to make Seth jealous, and she can't even believe that this is happening. And then she remembers that she has Seth's napkin confession, and so she reaches in her drawer, she pulls it out, and she's like, you know, Seth told me if he ever lied again that I could give this to his parents. And Marissa's like. You can't do that. Like, that's super mean. What are you doing? And she's like, listen, what makes you think he isn't telling the truth about Anna? Right. You haven't even heard him out. And then, speak of the devil, Anna shows up, (laughs) which the look on Marissa's face was pretty great. But she takes it in stride. She's like, oh, my God, how are you? I haven't, you know, it's good to see you. And they hug. And then she starts trying to explain herself. She's like... You're still my Blanche, which I loved that they Yeah, and Summer's like, don't test me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this scene actually really frustrated me because I felt like there was enough pauses that Anna could have just screamed out yeah. the truth, but right. instead it's drawn out even more. Yeah, I know. And, like, for me, I feel like I understand where Summer's coming from. Obviously, she's upset with everything, but, like, my anger would be towards Seth. The most because he's obviously lying about something something's fishy and like yeah now Anna is involved and regardless if they were dating or not I don't know I still would have heard her out I think and I think also by now with all the attempts like regardless if you're pissed off at Seth the amount of times he's now tried to explain himself and now you've had Anna try to explain herself I would probably be exhausted at this point and be like okay let's just hear it like just tell me what it is so we can get this over with yeah so we reach prom day and before pictures we have seth polishing his shoes in the pool house ryan is getting ready and they're going over the new plan so the new plan is summer sees him with anna at prom she comes to her senses and she realizes she can't live without me which Obviously, Ryan's like, how is this supposed to work? This is kind of a ridiculous plan. Yeah, agreed. (laughs) Yeah, but they both agree that uh, Anna probably knows what she's talking about. She's way smarter than us when it comes to women. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have this really sweet montage of the rest of them getting ready. We have Summer looking at a pic of the four of them, the core four, and they're in their dresses. Marissa comes in and grabs Summer's hand. Mm. so they can leave together we have kevin trying to put a tie on he's following directions and he while drinking a beer and he gets super frustrated yeah i don't envy that (laughs) no i don't either and then we have summer and taylor meeting their dates 
meeting uh, the Korean pop star and the parents, and they're bowing to each other. Which that was Summer, funny. I, I cracked up. <laughs> which Summer just looks so awkward. <laughs> Everyone gets to the Coens for pictures. Taylor, she th- thinks it's so nice that Ryan and Seth were able to find dates. She says this to Ryan, which Ryan is like, oh, thanks a lot, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor then also says that they owe $50 each for the after party. Right. And Sandy's like, oh, I got it. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. But she takes out a wad of cash. Oh, it's like the right. biggest wad. <laughs> right. So as soon as she takes this out, Kevin instantly sees it and eyes the bag. Yeah. Like his light eyes light up like, oh. And so Sandy, he tells the kids, everyone put their bags on the bar so we can go outside and take pictures. So again, we have Kevin looking out. He's seeing, he's noticing where this is happening. They go out to take pictures and he has to use the bathroom. So he heads to the bathroom and then Summer, she brought the napkin with her of lies, put it in an envelope and she leaves it on Sandy's desk. Right. So while they're outside taking pictures, we have like a lot of candidates happening. We have the couples happening. We have single shots happening. And... Kevin is nowhere to be seen because he's obviously wandering to the bar to look for the money bag. And the parents want a group shot of everyone. And so Marissa's like, oh, Kevin's not back yet. And so Ryan's like, no problem. I'll go get him. Uh, Number one, great. Number one. Yeah. (laughs) I'll go find him. I'm like, why? I know. Like, why would you go find him? Why wouldn't Marissa go find him? Exactly. Or just be like, wait, just wait until Kevin comes. Like, why do we have to go find him? But... Uh, yeah, that whole thing pissed me off. And also, like, Taylor probably shouldn't have had that wad of cash just in her pocketbook. You need to put that somewhere. I don't know where you're supposed to put it, but put that somewhere else. I just, I know, I kept thinking about that, too. And I don't know if it's because maybe of the lifestyle they live, the school that they go to, there's no threat. Yeah. Everybody's on this. Well, yeah, but she probably didn't know he was going to be there. Or this outsider who doesn't go to their school or has gone to their school. Right. You know, but I I totally agree with you. I was like, the fact that she's just like announcing it, showing it, carrying it. uh, Taylor, (laughs) come on. So Ryan goes off to find where Kevin is and Kevin's in the bar area. He is putting some booze in his flask and he immediately is like, oh, am I not allowed to drink? And Ryan's like, listen. I don't care if you're going to drink, but if you screw this up for Marissa, I'm going to kick your ass. You know, it's funny, actually. I was just thinking how last week we were talking about do the Coens, like, or not last week, but maybe a week or two ago, how do the Coens keep alcohol in their house because of Kirsten? And now, like, I'm thinking about it. They were taking pictures in the Coens' house, but they have, like, that whole wall of alcohol there. Of booze. I know. Yeah. Probably not good. <laughs> no, definitely not good. And I just, and Sandy doesn't seem like he's a big drinker. No. Like Kirsten is. Right. So it's kind of one of those things where like, oh yeah, we have that room in the house that acts as the bar, but we never go in it. But I mm-hmm. felt like if I had a recovering alcoholic living with me, we'd get rid of all the booze in the house. Right. Yeah. Agreed. You know, but anyway, so. We get to prom. It's pirates themed. I thought this was a really cool theme. It was amazing. 
It was the coolest prom I've ever seen, like, on TV, to be honest. <laughs> I know. I know. And Marissa, she even compliments Taylor. She's like, wow, this is better than anything I could have done. And Taylor's like, yeah, I, I know. I've been waiting for you to, you I know. I keep telling every, like, I keep waiting for <laughs> someone to say that to me. <laughs> to acknowledge it, Seth, he makes a point to say that the ship is just, like, from the Goonies. Yeah. Which is really cool. So, Summer, she sees Seth and Anna and then she immediately, she tells Kevin to go spike the punch. Like, right. I need booze. This needs to happen. And so then she ends up grabbing her date and Taylor goes and puts her purse down. Mm-hmm. Right out in the open again. Mm-hmm. Like right on in the middle, which there's not even tables. Did you notice that? Right. Yeah. It's just like on a barrel to the side. But again, then I'm like, okay, they're going to this school where they probably trust everyone and everyone's going to this after party. So who would actually steal the money? Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think, too, like at my prom, I'm pretty sure we just all put our bags like on our seats. And yeah. That was yeah, it. That's a, Got right, up and that's danced and ate and whatever. I also wasn't carrying a lot of cash with me, though. Well, that, too. Yeah. You know? You would think like it would be like a check or like everyone gives her a check. I don't know, just the way, like, everyone has to give her cash, and so now she has this huge wad of cash. It's like, I don't know. I know. No, I agree with you. Uh, Taylor, then she walks over and talks to Lisa Tucker. Did you get this reference? Um, she was on American Idol? Yeah, and she makes a uh, a note to say that she would love to know where how Simon Cowell gets his tight V-necks mm-hmm. because she wants to get some for Sung Hao. And... Um, again, Summer is continuing to get drunk. She keeps dancing insanely with uh, her date. And then Marissa is with Kevin and he's looking around. He's like, listen, I'm going to go smoke. Do you want to come? And she's like, no, I think I actually want to enjoy my prom. Yeah, I love that. Good for you, Marissa. Me too. But while he says this, this girl in a pink dress, she overhears and she's like, oh, I'm interested. And he's like, okay, cool. She's that one that was on the newer 90210, right? I don't know. I didn't Annalise watch the newer one. her name is. I was going to look it up and then I forgot and I didn't know if you mentioned it. But like she has no name in this episode. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that actress. <laughs> was that show? I didn't watch the newer 90210. I didn't watch it. No? But yeah. I just remember her being in it. Yeah. So then we have Ryan. He's dancing with Teresa. Summer is getting even more drunk. Seth and Anna are taking pictures. And Ryan keeps looking over at Marissa because she's by herself at her prom. Yeah, it's like the slow dance part. Yeah. she is not dancing with Volchok. Also, while this is all happening where Seth keeps noticing how drunk Summer is getting and how she is obviously talking to her date about Seth... Right, like Seth her keep, hand motions. Yeah, yeah. But Seth keeps telling Anna, like, okay, I want to go over and talk to her. Like, I'm just going to go over. And Anna's like, no, now is not the time. Like, you can't do it right now. Like, keep waiting, keep waiting. So this is frustrating Seth as the mm-hmm. night progresses on. So then Taylor, she goes up on the pirate ship to make a speech. She welcomes everybody up to the pirate's ball. Everyone's and, nasty. <laughs> oh, my God. It, well, first off, we have... The jabroni who's in every episode where there's just the group of kids that yells out things. <laughs> His role, it's the same kid. Is it? Yes. 
because he has that same voice and he's just yelling things like boring. Like yeah, so stupid. He was in the lockdown episode too. I'm sure he was. And I don't or recall the, it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Lock in. I should say lock, lock in. in. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so Taylor, she wants she's obviously trying to uh, make a speech about her being social chair and she's just getting yelled at by the jabroni. So she's like, All right, fine. I will announce the pirate king and queen. And <laughs> Taylor also makes a mention that she took herself out of the vote because it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> and then nobody laughs. I know. I'm like, poor Taylor. I know. But her date kind of chuckles because I love that her date is standing up there with her. I too. love him. He's so cute. I know. So she announces the prom queen and it's summer and summer is so drunk. And I love Marissa starts clapping. She's like, go some. Like she's so (laughs) supportive. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And so summer, she makes her way up there. She introduces her date and there's these two girls who are fans and they're screaming for him. Yeah. For him. And she gets her tiara on. And she's like, oh, my God, what is this? And then she's like, I told my date if I would win, I would give him a big fat kiss. And obviously she's so looking obnoxious. for sass. So annoying. So then she goes out to kiss him. And then she says something along the lines like, how'd you like that, Cohen? And as she says it, she <laughs> falls off the pirate ship. Yeah, because, of course, there's like that one little part that's like not connected to the rest. It's like a hole. And she just goes right down. And, like, to be honest, it was pretty high and pretty, like, loud. (laughs) I know. And so she falls off, and Marissa and Seth run over to see her. Seth is yelling violently, does anybody have a towelette? Because she needs, like, a a wet towel on her forehead. Marissa's yelling, trying to get her crown for her. And then no one can find Kevin. Yeah. And so Ryan comes over, and... You know, Marissa says to him, you know, I think it's time we go to the after party. I don't know where Kevin is. And Ryan's like, oh, I'll I'll go find him. Second time. This time, though, she was, like, attending to Summer. Yes. I get it. But also, like, let Ryan help out. Right. (laughs) But he helps out in another way and goes to find Kevin. Yeah. And then in the meantime, Teresa, she gets a call from the guy she's seeing. Yeah. Or kind of seeing. Uh, but she's like, no, there's no other place I'd rather be. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm totally happy to be here with you, Ryan. So anyway, so Ryan, he goes off to find Kevin and he sees him making out with the second chick of the episode. That's not Marissa. And it's the girl in the pink dress. Right. And Ryan sees it. And then Marissa comes out trying to find him and she sees Ryan and he's like, oh, no, you know, like, I don't think he's here. Definitely not out here. And. She's like, no, are you, you know, like she, she sees that Ryan's like trying to block something. Yeah. Yeah. And so she sees Kevin make out this girl. And then Kevin, as soon as he sees Uh, Marissa, he pushes the girl and he's uh, like, no. This like, I yelled at my television. I was like, what the fuck? Who do you think you are, Kevin? Uh Yeah. Kevin, right? Disgusting. (laughs) He's like, get out of here. What? (laughs) Yeah. Get out of here, girl. I was like, like, ew. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I would be ew too. Like, right? Like, how dare you? But Marissa, she walks over to him and she fucking slaps him across the face. I was like, yes, girl. (laughs) Yes. And he's like, what did you expect? 
And a lot more, actually. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, what did you think? You're going to dress me up and show me off to see how badass you were and turn me into the little bitch boy like him. And she's like, you're nothing like him because she's point- he's pointing to Ryan. Right. Yeah. Like you're you're not can never be like him. But then he responds with, finally, you're learning. I was like... I know. I'm so confused. Because if Volchok liked her so much, why now all of a sudden... It's like once Marissa told him she wanted to be Liesl last week, he was (laughs) like, oh, fuck that. I don't want to have to, like, try to be that kind of lifestyle. But if, like, you're into dating me still, like, we could totally do it. But I'm going to do whatever I want on my own time and do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And, like, doesn't care anymore. It's funny because, <laughs> so, Ant is going to come on in the second half yeah. of the show. I have a lot of words, so I hope he doesn't get too Yeah. <laughs> no, he won't. And we watched this episode together, and I was like, there is no fucking way you can tell me that Volchuk is your MVP. Like, he has done... Like, up until this point, me and you last week, we agreed that he's not even that bad. No, he wasn't. <laughs> but... He is such an asshole in this episode. And Ant was like, no, like, there's definitely, he has this whole thing. And he's like, I'm saving it for the podcast. And I was like. Cannot wait to discuss. And I was getting so heated. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Just save it. Because (laughs) I don't even know how you can justify his actions in this episode. And then Ant's like, well, I didn't say that he doesn't have flaws. And I was like, flaws? Everyone's flawed. But, like, he... I just don't understand. I'd like to get Ant's perspective on why he thinks he made this like 180 change all of a sudden. Like he was getting okay and kind of caring about Marissa and her and uh, like her likes and dislikes and getting to know her friends. Like, but now all of a sudden something changed. And I wonder if that's because of like what Julie said to him that episode. Like maybe he made it made him feel like he's just completely like worthless shit and would never be on the, like level that Marissa is I I don't know but I'm excited to talk to Anne about it that's what I was thinking too especially in this episode of maybe he's feeling that like this is so not my world and it's not something I can even deep down inside I'm sure maybe there's a part of him that wishes he could be but he can't yeah he just can't (laughs) yeah kind of how like Marissa has been this season like I'm trying to be something that I'm just not right so after Kevin goes away and now Marissa's crying. Her and Ryan, they sit down and he's there to console her, which yeah, cause, I like, love. Yeah, because that's so awful. Like, at, the, he just ruined her prom. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. But I have to say, I mean, even though it was obviously I felt bad for Marissa, I selfishly loved it because I realized how much I do miss Marissa and Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I do love scenes with them together. Yeah, they're they have a great friendship, and I love their maturity. Do. And I have said this in the past, but like I do think that they, I like them as friends. I think that they're good friends when they became friends. <laughs> Agreed. No, I th- I I'm with you on that. Uh, okay, so while the kids are at prom, we have the adults, the older core four, having dinner. They're I reminiscing. I know. I loved it too. They're reminiscing. They're talking about how time fast has gone. They mention how, uh, well, Sandy and Kirsten mention when Seth was younger, he would only answer to Bobo Fett. (laughs) 
Which is super funny. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then Kirsten, she proposes a toast to Julie and Neil's engagement, and she apologizes that they haven't thrown them an engagement party yet, but they're so happy for them. Right. And while this is happening, Neil gets a call, so he heads off to the kitchen, and then Julie says, I hope Neil and I are as happy as you and Sandy are. Ooh. Yeah. Awkward. Awkward. And Neil, we then see him on the phone, and obviously he's talking to someone important because he asks if he can tell Sandy what's going on. Yeah. Something's up. Something's up. After dinner, Kirsten and Julie, they're cleaning up, and Kirsten comes out and tells Julie how after the dinner last week, she had a slip up and she did have a drink. Mm. And she's like, it's the first drink I've had in 11 months. I've been going to my meetings, but I haven't told Sandy. And Julie's like, you have to tell Sandy. And she's like, I cannot let him know that the stress of our marriage triggered my drinking and how everything is so bad. And Julie's like, no, that's exactly what you have yeah, to tell Yeah, Julie's him. like, why not? Yeah. And so then Neil, in the other room, he tells Sandy about the call he just had and that there's rumors about Griffin and him, and they're about to suspend Griffin, and there's a criminal investigation now about both of them. Yeah, well, good. You learned your lesson about that stupid fucking hospital that we had to go into for the last 12 episodes. (laughs) I know. I know. I keep thinking, too, like, this is so drawn out, but what else should Sandy be doing? But maybe this just shows how Sandy got pushed into the situation it sounded good at the time and now he's just in this really bad spiral kind Mm -hmm. of like how marissa was in a bad spiral yeah you can't get out right so the kids back to prom they head to their after party at the bait shop taylor she rented it out for the night and it's a complete shit show did you find this to be ridiculous i don't know something about it i'm like wait there's no staff no. Like the kids are serving themselves. That means there, there's alcohol at this place that's technically a bar that now they're like, they're, the teens are serving themselves. I was like, what the hell is happening? There's like no supervision. I mean, it's cool. Obviously, like something you would totally want for your after party. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'm putting myself like, I had to put myself in their shoes. Like, it's they're the rich kids and they get whatever they want. And, you know, people are okay with that teen drinking. But I was like, wow, this is like, such a cool after party that I never would have imagined would happen for kids. I don't no, know. It's out of control. I mean, there's a bong. Right. There's clearly drugs there. They're able to take drinks from the taps. Like, I don't understand what kind of payment. And and even Taylor <laughs> says, she's like, we have to keep this clean. Like, I can't get my deposit back. Like, this has to, everything, she's trying to keep everything uh, in order. Kind of reminded me of what's his face from 10 Things I Hate About You. Where they crack oh, um, bogey? What the hell is his name? Oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Isn't his name Bogey? Oh, yeah, Bogey. <laughs> yeah. And they throw a party at his house and they're trashing, trashing the place. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of what Taylor reminded me Sam of. Sam loves, that must be Nigel with the Brie. <laughs> Brie. And then, like, it's all the kids that just, like, bombard the house. <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. Uh, but Seth, he goes in to check on Summer. Summer's in a private little area. And... Here is phase three. Anna Mm -hmm. enters and she's like, okay, here, you got to tell Summer the truth. And so Seth, Mm -hmm. very nonchalantly and calm, tells Summer the truth. And she's like, she's still drunk, though. 
It's like, yes. You couldn't have picked, like, any other time. <laughs> and he even says, too, he's like, listen, I'm going to, what I'm about to tell you, you might not even remember because you're drunk. Right. But he's so, but what I, like, what didn't, what I got me was that, like, it took all this for you to just come out and say it the most natural and calm way possible. Yeah. And Summer's like, okay, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. The fact that you didn't get into Brown. And then the fact that you flew there and tried to get yourself in. That's that's even more dumb. Yeah, that's the second dumbest thing I've heard. Yeah, but then she's like, it's kind of romantic. And then she pukes. And then she's like, I love you. Which... It this fueled me. Did it? It's it not okay, me. Summer. It's not well, it's, okay. It's not okay. But I think <laughs> when you're so heartbroken and you know in the your heart of hearts that something is not right, and then when it finally comes to the surface, doesn't mean he's out of he's out of it. I know. You know you're still in the shit show. But I did like this scene. I liked Summer. I thought it was cute. I'm not. I still think Seth should be in the doghouse. Yeah, I agree. But I like their rapport. And then, you know, she pukes again. He's like, we can kiss later. And then he makes a comment how there's rigatoni in the her rigatoni. puke. And it, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. It made me, that. I mean, it made me laugh too. I just, I guess I was trying, I was looking at it as a 31-year-old and I was like, this is just not okay. And this kid needs to really like grovel at her feet now that she's like heard him out. And also the fact that she was drunk, I just was like, oh, this is just like not the prime time to tell her these things and then I was mad at Summer for just being like yeah it's fine I'll forgive you I love you and I'm like no I wonder if she was sober if she would have thought like said things differently yeah for sure like you know accepted his apology but I don't know if she would have been like really chipper about it no she would have definitely not have taken it like this yeah I'm sure she would have slapped him and all that yeah but did you notice when Anna leaves, she says, I'll see you both in Providence next year. She does say that. Which is super sad because... Because you don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't see Anna we next year. We don't see Providence. her. I know. Meanwhile, Ryan and Teresa, they're trying to keep Marissa company because, as we know, Kevin's an asshole. And Marissa, she's like, I'm fine. I'm just going to get up. She goes outside. She grabs a drink. And she has a bottle with her on the pier and she throws her corsage in the water she's just devastated at this point mm-hmm. ryan he goes to search for her he can't find her and then he ends up talking to teresa about her and he she's so impressed with how ryan has changed and how much stronger he's become because the old ryan would have gotten into a fight with that kid yeah, she Kevin. also says Marissa's stronger too. Like she's, yeah, she's dealing with this in the only way she knows possible. But like, she's had to go through so much shit that at this point, like, she's stronger. <laughs> yeah, and they have some cute, you know, back and forth little banter, and they say like, "Listen, nothing between us could ever be casual," and they agree that nothing should happen tonight. Right, but then they're going to kiss. Right, like as soon as they're about to kiss, Taylor screams. Yeah, that was a a blood-curdling scream. It was a good one. Yeah. I hope it was actually her who did that scream. Right, me too. really freaking good. But Taylor screams because the money is gone. Mm Mm-hmm. 
$5,000 is stolen and Ryan's like, don't call the police. I know where it is and I'm going to go get it. Which I was like, Ryan. No, you call the police and say, go to Kevin Volchuk's house because he stole this money. Yeah. (laughs) So Ryan, he goes to Kevin's. Kevin answers the door. He's like, what do you want? And Ryan's like, you can decide how this is going to go down. And he sees the money on the table, goes to pick up the money. And, of course, Volchuk starts antagonizing him. And then they're like, we can settle this the way we want. And they get into this giant brawl. And they're just, like, punching each other, rolling around. And it ends with... Ryan on top of Kevin in like a bloody mess and he's pretty much passed out. Yeah. And like they both punched each other a couple of times. Oh yeah. And Ryan kept going. Yeah. Like yep. getting all his aggression out. <laughs> yep. And he even said, uh, Kevin said to Ryan, like, you know why you're here. You right. know you want to do this. I mean, or else you would have called the police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So same thing with like Trey. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Atwood. Exactly, it's an, yeah. the Atwood trait coming through. But, yeah, so that that is how the episode ends. Yeah, they leave you, leave you with, like, a cliffhanger. I know. It's like, oh, man, is Kevin dead? Yeah. <laughs> Did Ryan kill someone? Is he going to go to jail? Like, <laughs> But on that note, let's take a break. I'm going to go grab Ant, and we'll come okay. back with all our questions. Okay, cool. Okay, Lauren, if you had to pick your favorite, Marissa or Summer? Summer for sure. Okay, Jeanette, what about you? Seth or Ryan? Seth season one and two, and then Ryan season three and four. What death shocked you the most, Trey or... Spoilers! Right. Want to hear more about the OC and everything else 90s and early 2000s? Listen and subscribe to the All That in a Bottle of Wine, a pop culture podcast discussing the best decades, the 90s and early 2000s. Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We are back from break, and I grabbed an aunt. Hello, everybody. Okay. A husband. Husband. A husband. So before we get into our comments and questions, aunt, there were parts in this episode, we watched it together, and you you just had Kevin's back. Yeah, and my boy. No. There are so many things in this episode where I'm like, they cannot be justified. A lot of flaws came out for sure, but he's a flood person. I never, I never said he wasn't a flood person. It's like the shittiest answer. <laughs> no, it's not the shittiest answer. It's real. I mean, the fact that he's making out with the girl in the first scene. Yep, he's flawed. Okay. Look. Okay. Okay. But that was was that the first? That was the very first scene. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. it was. Um, yes. So yeah, I can't defend some of the awful choices he's made, um, but you know he's. There's a lot of times, like like little things, where you can tell he's trying. Very With the tie, hard. when he's trying to learn how to put a tie on. That, exactly. Yes. Perfect point. You know, and he gets frustrated. I don't. You know, like I don't know what his life was like growing up. What was his like? You know, like role model. Like what was his father like? You know, this is what I mean. We need a Volchuk backstory because I guarantee you guys, after watching that, and and I challenge anybody, just imagine the backstory. Imagine watching it. And you will 100% have his back. Have his back? Yeah. 
You, I you don't see know if sh- I necessarily no, say have his back, but I could like sympathize with him a little bit more. Like I, I imagine that his father left or was not there the entire time, or potentially beat on him. But what about mm-hmm. Ryan? Ryan's not a shitty person, and look at his background. Yeah, so his brother's <laughs> shitty though. <laughs> That's true. And also, he got picked up by like you know people, and like you know, look, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to defend, okay. like, I'm not going to do a Volchuk versus Ryan in like as an intrinsically good or bad person. Like Volchuk is definitely a worse person than Ryan um, just by his own choices. Okay. Well, I know, right. I know we have questions and comments. They knew, people knew you were coming on and I know it has to do with Volchuk and some of the decisions he made. So I'll save that until we get there. Okay. But as always, we're going to start off our trivia with our girl, Tish. On Instagram, Letitia underscore Dominique. Hey, ladies and aunt. Hope you are continuing to stay safe. There are some DVD extras for this episode, so I decided to include them in my trivia. Oh, cool. In the extras, they talk to some of the cast about their own proms and we get an inside look at how an episode goes from a script to reality. The idea for Summer to go with a Korean pop star actually came from John Stevens, the writer of this episode. In real life, he actually went to prom with a Korean pop star. Oh, cool. Summer's dress was Vera Wang, Marissa was Chanel, and Anna's was a vintage from the 1960s. When the kids go to prom and Seth says, this is a K from the Goonies, this might be a slight nod to the fact that the Goodies DVD is one of the items, the Goonies DVD, sorry, (laughs) is one of the items in the identical gifts he prepares for Anna and Seth in the first season's Christmaca. The care package, right? The starter pack, the the Seth Cohen starter Starter pack. pack. The band Big Korea mentioned through this episode is a real play on Adam Brody's real life band Big Korea. Big Japan. Oh. (laughs) I was watching the episode on DVDs, and apparently before the episode airs on the DVDs, there's a two-minute sex ed ad, which we talked about. Yep. I wonder why this episode. I know. and We were saying the same thing. Yeah, and Tish even comments, I swear I've watched the DVDs before and never saw this ad. (laughs) She then asks, what was your senior prom like? Um... Mm. I mean, not as cool as this one, for sure, but it was fun. You know, food, drinking, dancing. Well, not drinking until later on, but, uh, (laughs) you know, it was fun. Did you have an after party? We had an after party at someone's house where we played, you know, like beer pong and just drank and then went back to someone's house slept there and then the next morning her mom like got us bagels and stuff it was you know typical saturday night kind of vibe i guess <laughs> and how was yours yeah well you know it wasn't that good i loved your prom yeah uh, so i went to aunt's years prom yeah, but it's, it's, it's funny how we were both at <laughs> yeah. i was both we were both at prom together but not together yeah yeah, but, yeah that was didn't even know each other yeah. nope yeah, I wasn't friends with people in my class, and you were friends with people in my class. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Your senior prom was awesome. Yeah, it would have been if I, you know, if I had a chance to do a senior prom now. Oh my god! It would yeah, be fucking great. But back then, totally it was not cool. Yeah, I loved your senior prom. My senior prom was super lame. I mean, I loved my date it was Andrew, oh, my yeah, buddy right, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> but 
there was no, I didn't go to an after party. In fact, the next morning, because my boyfriend at the time refused to go to prom with me. Hmm. So hmm. I went with classic. classic, right? So I went with a friend, but then the next morning, my boyfriend and our mutual friend, we went into the city and we kind of had a Seinfeld day and we went to the famous restaurant diner. Oh, right. That's cool. Cute though. Yeah. I mean, that part was fun. So I always looked at like that was my senior prom hmm. and not actually right. senior prom. But anyway, uh, Tish says her senior prom itself kind of sucked but we have this after prom thing called safe grad where they bust kids to an empty lot and allow us to drink eat and dance under the supervision of chaperones what interesting canada is the best that's cool i yeah. mean you know like as long as there was cool things in the empty lot well the fact that they could drink under supervision and dance yeah i suppose but I mean, you know, if it was awesome. just like an empty. I just, I just envisioned. I'm sure it was cooler than this, but I just envisioned like a big empty parking lot. Yeah. Like There's like okay, Same. start drinking. <laughs> yeah. But Go. also, like, you can't get too out of control. Because yeah. there's chaperones. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I it's still kind of cool. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. Thank you, Tish. Thanks, Tish. Thank you, Mike Dell underscore Vasto. He is the one who gave us the scoop of the week. And then he continues into his questions and comments. The scene of Volchuk following a picture guide of how to tie a tie is me with YouTube every time I have to wear one. Yeah, I think it's most guys. Maybe Ant can relate to this. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I can definitely tie a tie, but most recently um, I was trying to tie a different knot and that's that's what I had to do, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so many knots. I mean, I only ever tied my tie one way for like so long. (laughs) And yeah, like the easiest way. Yeah, prob prob <laughs> I mean, well the way I learned and you know, like, I was just like, you know, I'm gonna try a different knot. And I liked it. I no, liked but it remember when you were doing your tie and then it came up really short and it was like up to your belly button? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you don't get the the first, you know, <laughs> dimension right, it's gonna come up either too long or too short. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for guys that don't have to get dressed up every day, like it's you know, you you lose it if you don't use it. So you're like, yes. wait. How do I do this? Right. Uh, speaking of Volchuk and Ant, I'd like to hear Ant defend Volchuk's behavior in this episode. Last episode, <laughs> yeah, last episode, we saw a little softness to Volchuk when he rented The Sound of Music, and I think he saw the good side of him coming through and that he had something positive in his life, his relationship with Marissa, and he didn't like it, so he had to do something to screw it up. Maybe he didn't like that he was emotionally getting close to someone, and it scared him, so he decided to shut down and do something to push her away. I know I've done stupid stuff in the past to mess up good relationships. Exactly. That I mean, that was a great way to put it, because, and that's what I mean about, like, I wonder what, what went on in his past, because... Stop rolling your eyes, Michelle. These, this is why I'm here. I'm here for this. Don't roll your eyes at me. No, like, th- like what went on on his past, right? Um, why is he intentionally pushing people away? Why does he want to create these, um, like, tense relationships with people, like, and just invite, you know, violence and, f- and you know, like on himself, and and he he wants to drag people down to a lower level. Like, why? What what makes him want to do that? Um, and then he like kind of tries to redeem himself a little bit in in those little scenes. Nobody's looking. He he you know won't get embarrassed. He doesn't need to front. You know mm. he just gets to like try it. And then he gets frustrated because like it doesn't work immediately. You know. And I've been there. You know like when you want to change, you want to be somebody better, but it's hard. You don't know how. Um, nobody's there to like guide you. 
and it's just easier to fall into your old ways and just push people away and just say, you know what, it's not worth it. That's fine Mm -hmm. and all, but the fact that as soon as he got to the Coens and he saw Taylor talking about the bag of money, he eyed it, and, like, his mission was to steal that money. Right. Like, he didn't think of anything else. Like, he didn't even, nothing else. Like, he just wanted to. He filled his flask, you know. Right, he filled the flask. But I just, like, it's like all of the sense, he's not even smart about it. Like, you're a fucking idiot if you really, like, if if Ryan didn't catch him in the bar area, he would have taken that money, and then they would, Taylor would have known, like, oh my god, the money's missing, someone took it in this house, and it's like, obviously it was Kevin. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not smart. Um, <laughs> look, uh, like, these these are all reasons, like, I mean, they don't, this is not what makes me like him, you know, like, I don't, you know, like, I know that, like, I guess, you know, I, I go through to, like, far lengths to try to defend some yes, of the things you do. He, he does, right? Um, I don't necessarily agree with like the choices he's made or makes, um, but there's something about his character that I like. You know, I, I like because he's he good brings. looking. He's very good looking. <laughs> I mean, it makes it very yes. easy. I mean, it's like like okay, so like if you compare him to Oliver, like I mean, like Oliver, you have like this like weird looking kid, <laughs> and then you have Volchuk. <laughs> wow. You know, like fit surfer tattoos. He, I mean, Cam is a very Good looking gentleman. So like maybe that's part of it. Like maybe is that visceral, like you know, as low as that. But you know, I I don't know. I Yeah. All right. Uh (laughs) Michael continues with why did Taylor have that much money on her and just leave it unattended? I wouldn't let Mm -hmm. that bag out of my sight if it had that much money. Which listen I talked about and we talked about how we feel we didn't understand this, but then maybe the fact that, you know, in this party she feels comfortable they're all in the same social status yeah i i still think it was poor choices by yeah. by taylor to just be like oh well, i have five thousand dollars or just pull out this like wad I like I the mean, wad like, it was yeah. really seeing the visual wad you know like yeah right. like and and what sort of like place does that you know like is going to take a deposit you know the bait shop gonna take a deposit in cash or yeah. like the money in cash like that night you're just like that's it's weird that, that's weird yeah know? right yeah no it's weird yeah and also like she could have had her mom hold on to it like why does she have to be the one like she's enjoying herself at prom that would be the last thing i want to have to deal with is holding so much money right yeah like, and worrying about it right. can't enjoy yourself but yeah uh, when Sandy and Kirsten were having dinner with Julie and Neil, it looked like their chairs were further apart than the others. Maybe this was done to symbolize the tough patch they're going through. Mm. Last week's podcast made me realize how differently people can watch the same show. Anna's hair didn't bother me because I never really paid attention to it. I don't tend to pay attention to the character's fashion when I watch a show, except in this episode, I have to admit that Marissa looked incredible in her prom dress. Yeah, she did. I also didn't mention in my comments last week, but when we saw Teresa's son, I was expecting him to have blonde hair. The two of you have completely changed my memory and made me believe he had blonde hair. (laughs) And doubt that he might be Ryan's son. I'm going back to my original belief. Maury voice, Ryan, you are not the father. (laughs) Last week, Vic mentioned the amount of doors Volchuk has. I noticed that. I swear in one episode, he has a barn-style sliding door, and then in another, it's a regular door. Uh I agree with this as well. Yeah. Uh, That's all for me. I can't believe we're so close to the end of three. Until next week. And P.S., I looked it up. Wes was original Wes before he played Psycho Dark. (laughs) 
Thank you, Mike. Oh, he was he was West before he yeah. became Psycho Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Okay, so Nicole at N Shelton 516 prom. Ant is crazy because Volchuk is a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> he presses Ryan's buttons because he knows he can and he loves it. Yes, absolutely. He loves it. And Ryan, why must you fight him? Marissa deserves Ryan loves it. Yeah. Marissa deserves way better, even if she than thinks she doesn't. He might have watched the sound of music, but he still sucks. Hmm. Glad Seth finally told Summer the truth, but will she remember it tomorrow? Also, I'm curious to see if anything happens with Seth's napkin confession she gave to the Coens. Right. And then Summer does say, like, oh, shit, the envelope. Yeah. She remembers she left it there. Yeah. Dresses. Marissa, I wasn't a fan of the color or style at all. Anna, I love the classic black. Summer, love the length and the bottom of the dress, but not so much the pattern. Mm -hmm. Teresa, I love the color and the way it seemed more classic prom. Taylor, I loved her dress and color. Which mm, dress too. was your favorite? Uh, see, I in my fashion, I have that. I didn't necessarily like Marissa's dress, but I felt like it was very the time. Like, I think I definitely had something that looked like that, and there, it's very fashion forward. But the color, yes, I could agree that I don't... If it was in, an, in another color, I think I would have liked it better, but... My gut reactions, I loved Anna's and I loved Taylor's. See, Marissa's was my favorite. I was going to say Marissa's. Oh, really? I loved, love, love, loved it. I felt it was different. And like you said, for the time, Chanel. I, yeah, I totally. She looked gorgeous, too. Five, six, I totally would have yeah. seen that at a lot of proms, I think. And, I mean, she just looked so pretty. Yeah, beautiful. She pulled it off. And I, I loved Anna's dress, too. She looked very pretty yeah. as well. Uh Nicole's favorite was Anna. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you. Thanks, Nicole. All right. At AAW3115, Alicia. Hey, ladies, and hey, aunt. Hey. So excited to hear your take on Volchuk this week. <laughs> I didn't notice all the subtle throwback mentions in this episode. Anna and Teresa coming back are the obvious ones, but as you guys were talking through last week's episode, I couldn't get over how many references they made to past seasons. I, like Michelle, also could have sworn that Teresa's baby had blurt, dirty blonde hair. <laughs> and for some reason, also could have sworn his name was Ben, not Daniel, and a subtle reference to the baby being Ryan's. I totally made that up. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't even know where I came up with that. Too funny. <laughs> Guess my brain wants to think it's Ryan's baby. I'm still not convinced. Mm. I really enjoyed this episode and getting to see the amazing Harbor Prom and all of the dresses. I loved Marissa's dress. It felt pretty timeless and thought Teresa's dress was very much early 2000s. Yeah. And the kind of classic prom look. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I wanted to ask you... Did you all have corsages for your prom? So I'll start there. I did. Yes, I did. Did you have one for your date, Aunt? I did. Yeah. Did you have a boutonniere? Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the girl gets the guy the boutonniere. Yeah. The guy gets the girl the corsage, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We also wore a garter for our prom. 
Oh, which I don't know if anyone else did to for theirs. I did not. No, <laughs> no. that's sexy though. I'm yeah. jealous. Ooh, I thought it was a little odd how the prom was like a day away and no one had dates and had bought their tickets. Yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah, I thought those things usually were set up a while before. I think they usually are. Definitely are. <laughs> I'm so glad that Seth finally told Summer the truth. It took way too long. I don't really understand Anna's big plan here. Fly across the country just to show Seth that his only option was to tell Summer the truth. Right. Did you guys buy that she that her plan was to just think that that was her plan, or do you think she had a different motive? I'll stop there. Uh, no, I don't think she was like it was like a plan to like get Seth back or anything. This was really hard because I love Anna. And in the beginning of the episode, when she comes, I'm like, first off, she thinks it's all her fault and it's not. <laughs> then she flies and I love how she has the plans for Seth. And at first I'm like, okay, she's there for him. She's going to go tell Summer that they're not involved. Then she's like, I'll be your prom date. But as they were at prom, I didn't really agree with all of her being like, mm-hmm. no, Seth, now is not the time. Now is not the time. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It was just, Agreed. Yeah. It was like a haphazard, like, not well thought out thing. Like, it, it, she made it seem like she had this like grand plan, but then like everything just kind of like fell apart. And then she's like, see, that was my plan. Yeah. Like, oh, see, some were so upset over you. That was my plan this whole time. It's like she was upset to begin with. So, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. know. Uh, did you think that maybe she wanted to see Seth again or go to prom with him? I don't like to think that. Anna is such a schemer, but it just seemed like that a lot. Hmm. I mean, I can see why you would think that. Um, I personally don't want to believe that that was her plan. I think she just truly wanted to help out a friend. And then, as we can tell, she felt responsible for. But, like, Summer and Seth already had issues way before Anna came along the second time around. So she can't really blame herself for that. Volchuk. Come on, dude. I don't get it. He was clearly upset when Marissa broke up with him. Uh, And then he goes and cheats on her twice that we know of and basically ruins her prom. Yeah. They seem sabotaging. Yeah. They seemed very coupley this episode. At least Marissa did when she was with him. I also think that Marissa is really accepting of who he is, which he should appreciate. He should, but apparently he doesn't. Yeah. But he seems to think she is trying to change him. Do you think that's true? Why do you think he cheated on her? And what is going on in Volchuk's brain? Enlighten us. <laughs> um, well, I think um, there's there's two sides to it, um, right? There's the Marissa to Volchuk side, which she, you know, I think wants to kind of lower herself a little bit and not, you know, like and to like take herself like what she's kind of all, like always been doing is taking herself off of this like pedestal, but she just mm-hmm. keeps like lowering herself so i think she's lowered herself to volchuk um kind of like i don't know like maybe like in a self like deprecating kind of way so to say like she doesn't deserve somebody better or something better because she's so flawed and terrible like this is like in her own mind so i think that's one side um and then there's the like the volchuk side where um he just do, he he probably doesn't believe that he should be happy either. So he'll he'll kind of just chase all the things that are, you know, not good for him or um, that won't necessarily work out. I mean, he like, you know, like obviously he's very attracted to Marissa, 
Um, and I think he did grow to like, you know, like want to be in a relationship with her, even though he doesn't know how, but I think a lot of it too, is he just wanted to attract the attention of Ryan to like get him to fight him. Rile him up. Yeah. He he Mm -hmm. wants to rile up the whole, like everything, you know, he didn't like, like he doesn't like things to be not chaotic. So he goes in and he makes it chaotic. And in that, you know, respect, he ended up kind of in a relationship with Marissa, one that he was for sure not ready for and didn't know how to like go about doing. So he just tried his best at the times when he felt like trying, but is the type of person to want to just give up and and push the responsibility away. So he Mm. cheats and ruins it. Do you think that Marissa, it was trying to change him though? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think like there's probably a part of any person in a relationship, even if you don't feel like you deserve happiness that, you know, you would still try to make uh, the situation better for you, you know, so Mm -hmm. she, um, wants to be with Volchuk. So she wants to kind of make him somebody that she actually wants to be around all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were saying this earlier, listen, I uh, how Marissa in this episode seemed like old Marissa, but she's dating Kevin. And so in the in the past episodes when she's with Volchuk, she's like grungy and she has this like zero fucks attitude. Meanwhile, in this episode, it's like she's back to her normal self, but then there's a part of her that's still sees the good in this guy all because he rented the fucking Sound of Music. Right? Mm. If he didn't do that, didn't, she would not have gotten yeah. into bed with him that night. Right. Uh, Alicia continues, I think my MVP is Ryan this episode. He not only tried to respect Marissa's space after seeing Volchuk making out with another girl, not only once, but twice, but he also tried to protect her by telling Volchuk not to mess up prom for her. And I don't blame him for kicking his ass in the end. (laughs) Here's a question for Ant. Why do you think Ryan and Volchuk hate each other so much? What is it about their characters' personalities that put them at odds? I've been looking forward to your take on this episode for a while, so I can't wait to hear what everyone says. Aww. Oh. Um, well, I mean, I just go back to kind of like the beginning of what, what I like, my main arguments for Volchuk, right? Like I called him an anti-hero, which at the time, you know... Um, <laughs> you got some, some I got Yeah, about. I got some feedback about <laughs> that he's not like an anti-hero, but like... Uh, you know, like, I guess it didn't, I, I remembered him to myself as an anti-hero, which is why I described it at that time. You know, obviously he didn't exhibit any anti-hero properties, though I think as time went on, you know, like, even those, like, little things, um, he becomes more of, like, a char- a main character. And, you know, like, I don't know, like, I, I know that small gestures, like, you know, reading the sound of music and one trying to tie or tie and, you know, do that stuff. But, like, that's redeeming, you know, I mean, like, that sort of stuff is what makes him an anti-hero in, in my head. You know, you could disagree, I guess, at, you know, and, and it's probably not the real literal <laughs> literary way, I guess, to think about an anti-hero. It doesn't matter because I'm not an English major. But, um, <laughs> you know, you have just have an anti-hero-hero relationship. And that's Ryan and, and Ryan versus Volchuk. Volchuk, yeah. You know, with Marissa mm. in the center, uh, because no matter what Ryan does, Marissa will always be in the center for him. Yeah, and then that's true. Volchuk over there, you know, riling him up. And then Volchuk wants to get in a fight with him. And then Ryan loves to get in fights. So I know, Ryan, right? you know, like as much as Ryan says he doesn't want to fight, like he's always putting himself into a position where he just he can't always be is, in a fight. Yeah. Right, because in the last scene, yeah. Volchuk even says, like, you could have called the police. Yep. You know what you want to do. I'm not, I'm I fell for your 
you know, mind tricks the first time when he was well, your favorite yeah. scene that yeah, you love. Pretending to be yeah, crazy. Yeah. 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 Right, where he pretends to be crazy and he's like, I'm not doing this again. And then, of course, he starts saying like things about Marissa yep. in a right. sexual way. And that obviously riles Ryan up. Yep. And yep. he knows, he, like, that's the it's best. It's his part. red button. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, can we just all, like, just agree, though, we love to watch just Ryan just wail on people? No, like, I do. I, I, I do mean, love... You love the fight. So, like, this is my point. This is why Volchuk is a, is one of the best characters, because he just brings it out in Ryan so much, like, immediately. <laughs> Too much. He just wants to, like, fight him all the time. Every single scene that they're in together, it's like, a, a punch can be thrown at any time. So it's, like, this great <laughs> feeling. Like, every... like. Uh, it's I a great feeling. I can't imagine that anybody disagrees with me on that. Like to watch Ryan just get in a fight with somebody, you don't love it. That's what the whole thing it's is about. It's true though, because I I love a happy Ryan, but I also really do enjoy a punching Ryan. Yeah, because because mm. uh, a punching Ryan is ultimately a happy Ryan. <laughs> like I mean, come on. I guess if you look at it that That's way. True. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you, Vic at Musechick on Instagram. Prom. I didn't know Marissa called Volchuk Kevin. Why does everyone think jealousy is the way to go? What's with all the mind games? It was funny seeing Summer get really drunk. Where's my crown? LOL. I'm glad Seth finally had a chance to talk to her, but now she left the napkin to his parents. The only thing Ryan didn't want was for Marissa's prom to be spoiled. I thought it was nice of him to try to get her from seeing Volchuk with that girl I'm sure he would have told her later but he didn't want her to find out that way yeah yeah the fight with Ryan and Volchuk was intense of course he had to provoke Ryan did you like everybody's dates yes yeah 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 I thought it was very entertaining yeah same and I thought it was fitting the fact that Seth and Ryan went with ex-girlfriends slash their best ex-best friends not ex-best friends but right people from their past yeah, people from the past, yeah, yeah girls that have good outside perspectives and can give them yeah advice yeah. and yeah would you have given seth's lie napkin to his parents mm. nope snitches i guess stitches. not i don't know <laughs> no i don't think so yeah i don't think i would have either i don't think i would have had the guts no, me either. Yeah. yeah. And then she also asks us about our prom, which we did discuss, and she sent some stuff for After Dark. So thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. On Instagram, at Squishy Summer Breeze, <laughs> do you think Ryan should have called the police instead of going to get the money from Volchuk himself? One hundo. I mean, you know, yeah, if you want to be, like, reasonable and, the, and do the right thing, but, like, if you want to be, like, right about it, you're going to go punch him in the face and you go get it yourself. Yeah. I'm always reasonable and do the right Same. thing. So I can never see why anyone would take the non-higher road, but right, whatever. Uh, I don't like that Ryan got into trouble because I'm a sucker for him, but Volchuk did deserve the beating, if you ask me. Yeah. He deserves a good punch in the face. Yep. So... Thank you, guys. So last week, <laughs> Liz and I talked extensively about if Ryan's the father, if Ryan's <laughs> not the father. We still are on the fence. So I put out a poll on Instagram and on our Patreon. On Instagram, 63% of you feel that Ryan is not the father. Okay. I didn't actually vote in our poll. I'm like, Taylor, I took myself out of yes. the poll. 
There were nine votes total on Patreon because I also put a poll up on there. And I asked, do you think Ryan is actually the father of Teresa's baby? And seven of you said no. So with that, Jillian, she writes, no, this is not the kind of show that would never follow up if Teresa lied, even if that baby was clearly not Eddie's. Hmm. Vic, Vic wrote, Teresa does not have a reason to lie. If he was, they could have figured out. So no. Mm-hmm. And then Tish writes, I say yes. <laughs> she wants what's best for Ryan and would 100% lie to protect him. I think years down the road, she eventually tells him. She'd be super apologetic and also let Ryan know that she told the baby about him. Right. Like, who's to say if like they didn't get more seasons that they could have really made this a plot again? Obviously, it would have been a tired plot because we would have done this already, but... Right. Like, they could have eventually brought it to his attention again and made, you know, her really do a paternity test or something. But I don't know. I like the fact that it was kind of up in the air, but also it kind of wasn't. I think our memory served us differently. I got served. I truly, (laughs) like I said, I chose not to believe it and I was proved. And the fact that the baby doesn't have blonde hair. I mean, right? like she clearly says, I took a paternity test. It's Eddie's. And you're like, no, I'm not buying it. (laughs) And the baby has blonde hair. Like it is. I'm, this is a totally different show for me. And yeah, I have to yeah. say that I believe it to be Eddie's now. Me too. I, well, yeah. here's, I feel like <laughs> I'm so on the fence where if someone came to me, like the knowing whoever they are, and they're like, Psst, guess what? Ryan is actually the father. I'm like, damn it, I knew it. Yeah. You know, like I still can't commit, but I'm. I, I think I'm just going to let it be and I won't bitch about this anymore because I'm sure our right, listeners yeah, are like, over bitching. They're like, okay, this is tired. We got to move on. We have a lot to talk about. But anyway, thank you for everybody who voted and entertained. Listen, yes, I. thank you. <laughs> All right. Before we get into our segments, some music in this episode. We have Block Party, Tongue, La Rocca, The Vines, Runaways, Eagles of Death Metal, and Chris Holmes. Cool. All righty. So fashion. Liz, what do you got? Fashion. There is one scene, the scene when Anna's on the phone with Seth. She has this, like, sheer black top on. Yeah. I can't really tell, but I liked it. I also <laughs> loved her makeup in that scene. Yeah. She's got great makeup. I love Taylor's little sailor outfit in school. <laughs> <laughs> love Kirsten's robe. Gotta, gotta give nod to all of Kirsten's robe. This, this one was like a white silk yeah, uh, I love Summer's sage green floral dress when she goes to the diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Seth wearing a skinny tie? Uh, probably. In one scene, it looked skinny, and I was like, oh, I like that look. He looked very like the, what's his character in Atomic County's name? The Ironist? Yeah, that's what he looked yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I liked... I like we said I loved Marissa's dress and I loved her hair in this episode. Mm-hmm. She got great hair, and I said earlier I loved Anna's dress with the black with the cutouts. Summer's dress I did enjoy too. I wasn't crazy about the pattern either, but it's so funny. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that's what Summer wears to prom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like came back to me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Taylor's dress, of course. Yeah, you know, come to think of it, I wonder who prom king was. Oh, right, yeah. I know they didn't, they didn't annou- announce. They it. didn't announce him. Well, when Summer fell off the ship, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know that was it. That was it. That was it. Hmm. Do you have any other fashion? 
No, that's it. Okay. Some quotes. Uh, I assume she'd be going with the surf Nazi anyways. He's got this wonderfully hairless body. It's like hooking up with a seal. Which I lol because you say that about Ant. I know. Ant's my seal. (laughs) He's so smooth. I forgot to mention that to you. I remember the quote and then I totally (laughs) forgot to like text you about it. I'm like, oh my God, that's so Michelle. Um, I love, I don't think about you. I don't think about you, but yes, you're an idiot. Ryan says to Volchuk. Uh, yeah, that was great. When Seth says to Ryan, I love you, but if I have to spend my senior prom playing video games with you, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> hey, Rigatoni. <laughs> Does anyone have a towelette? We've got to find a towelette. <laughs> I wanted to scream when he said that, to be honest. I was like, shut him up. <laughs> it, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I love when Ryan says, if you screw this up for Marissa, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. Uh, when Marissa is talking to Volchuk and she's like, so you just hate prom? <laughs> I love when Marissa's talking about bringing Volchuk and she shows Summer her dress and she's like, do you think Kevin will like it? And Summer says, yeah, if it rips off easy. <laughs> uh, when Mar- when uh, Summer and Taylor are talking in the hallway and Taylor's talking about prom queen and Summer goes, yeah, well, the queen is dead. I had that one too. Yeah. Um, I also like when Anna says, Seth, she wants to feed your bones to sharks. You have nothing to lose. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ryan, baby really cute, but not mine. I also had that one because I just laughed. Uh, Summer, you are sick. You know that? Deranged. (laughs) How can you tell he's cute? He's in a (laughs) spacesuit. Some good quotes. Yeah. Is that all you had? Yeah, that's all I have. His English is a little, I think it was Kuji Kuri, she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how she just throws in the Korean. Good one, Taylor is uh, the best. She's so funny. Yeah, she's the she's best. She's so good. She's so good. All righty. So our MVPs and shittiest. We know mm. Ant has his. I have mine list. I have mine. Okay. Here we go. Three, Three two, two one, one. Marissa. Ryan. Kevin Volchuk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's who'd you pick? I picked Marissa. Okay. Yeah, she was my blue ribbon. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed her. I felt like she was going back to her old roots a little bit, and I just loved the way that she handled herself in this episode, and also, like, she slapped Volchuk, so you got to give her points for that. And the way that her and Ryan spoke to each other, it's just, like, maturity, and I really... I always love how mature she is. Great answer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I chose Ryan because I I felt that this was the epitome of a Ryan Atwood in this episode. Totally. Looking out for Marissa, getting into fights, punching the bad guys. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I chose Ryan and Aunt Kevin Volchuk. I chose Volchuk because... <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, you know, obviously, like, I, I don't disagree that he made some terrible choices like i don't i don't i'm not a proponent for cheating on somebody or any of that or any of the bad things that he does stealing money um <laughs> it's like everything he does <laughs> i know <laughs> i know but you know it's it's a character or whatever i like him a lot anyway um I, he's my mvp because i mean like quite honestly like nobody else deserves an mvp for me in this episode 
Like everyone yeah. made, I think, like not great. I mean, like or like bland choices. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna give somebody an MVP just because they didn't make a terrible decision. You know, like. like but like, if everyone else made bland decisions. Volchek was definitely the worst, so he deserves MVP in this weird, <laughs> ironic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess it's sort of ironic. I, I don't mean it necessarily ironic, but in an ironic way, yes, he gets the MVP for Well, me. okay, to back you up, when in season one with Oliver, yeah. I did give Oliver an MVP. Yeah, so I mean, because I to, felt he riled, he added yeah. something to the episode. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to like, mm. it's not based on the merits of their character. Well, it's it based on be. like the, like, you know, the story that they drive. Yeah, I, I agree. Like we gave it to Georgina last week too. We did. Like, yeah. She's a shitty person and yeah, like you give it to who makes the most influence, I guess. So yeah, I can agree with Volchuk for that then. Yeah, see? You know. I just, you know, for when you're here and it's a Volchuk episode, you're just automatically going to give him the MVP. No, I legitimately <laughs> did try to think of other MVPs for this episode. If you had to give a blue ribbon, who would you give it to? Oh, I guess. I mean, I guess Ryan. I <laughs> guess. Uh, you know, it's only because I, I like to see him punch people. Okay. You know, I, okay. that's probably the only other reason. Like, because he, like, did try to drive story. Everyone else kind of, like, I don't know, annoyed. You know, Sandy is just, like, this, like, weird guy. Yeah, right? Kirsten is, like, mm. this, like... She won't say anything. Wow. Dr. Roberts, I guess, maybe like a blue ribbon because like he told Sandy about like the hospital <laughs> thing. Talk about bland. I know, but right? I, I like that because he's just like, he, he asked the guy, whoever he's on the phone with, he's like, should I tell him? And then the answer was obviously no, but he went ahead and told him anyway. I mean, yeah, I guess that is bland, but you know, it's, it drives a major part of a story. Mm. You, know, so. mm-hmm. you know, it's a big deal. I mean, he's going to get indicted and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Hmm. So, fucking okay. hospital. Yeah, I know. I'm interested to hear who his shittiest is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I thought I told you, Michelle. Did I not? No, you didn't tell me your shittiest. Okay. Oh, you did tell me your yeah, shittiest. Yeah. 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 All righty. So, here we go. Three, Three two, <laughs> one. Full Chuck. Who do you pick? Anna. Anna. <laughs> yeah. Not because, again, not uh, like uh, of who she is or anything, but like, what the fuck was that story that she was driving? You know, like, what the heck? Yeah, was that? I agree. Her plan was stupid. The plan, like, I mean, yeah, like, what the plan, plan? at prom was stupid. I agreed with yeah. up until prom. But like, all she did was let, she, like, I mean, how'd she know that, you know, Summer was just going to get drunk and pass out? Like, you don't know how that was all going to go down, you know? Like, oh, I was yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it was all ridiculous. She had no plan. There was no plan. I was right. so mad that she's finally going to talk to Seth. Like, that's like. And fall off a pirate ship. And fall, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> no, right? I. She couldn't have predicted that. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just for her to see Seth having a good time with Anna, and that would make Summer jealous. It's not the I fact guess. she did predict Summer getting drunk. And yeah, I know, but like, I don't know. But like, my thing is, she was already jealous. Yeah. So why are you going to make her more jealous? Yeah. Exactly. Until she pops, I guess. Like she shows up at her house yeah. and like talk to her and like barely gets a sentence. I out. know. Like, get, like everyone just like, like I mean, I understand that probably when you're talking to Summer, like she's gonna try to roll over you the entire time. Uh, that's what she does. I know. So, but like at some point, you gotta just be like, stop. I know. I and just say what. The, yeah. I mean, obviously that doesn't make right. a good television show. So blah blah blah. You know, whatever. But 
Don't show up at her house. No, that I said that to Liz earlier. That frustrated me because I felt like there was plenty of time where Anna could have just said, like, listen, nothing going on with Seth and I. We are not hooking up and so forth. Yeah. I mean, she says it, but then she doesn't continue to kind of yeah, like reassure her. Like, oh, I guess she'll never hear the message. And then. then we didn't even talk about that list. The fact that she asked Summer, like, oh, is it cool if I'm Seth's prom date? Oh, yeah, she does say that. And Summer's like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Which then that just drives the point home of like, oh, something is going on between them. Right, yeah. like, why would you say that now? Yeah. That's stupid. That Part of her plan, right. in air quotes. right. Uh, Volchuk for obvious reasons list? Totally. Yeah. Okay. Like one an S. Yeah. But also, you know, I get it. <laughs> I uh, I get it, but also he's just like a shitty person that I wouldn't want to surround my aura with. Yeah, I mean totally. I, yeah, I probably And he's like just sab like he sabotaged his own relationship, but also I don't know, he just made like extra shitty choices. And how about Aunt when he's making out with pink dress chick and then as soon as Ryan and Marissa see he pushes that girl off and is like, "Get off!" He's like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, what a jerk a off! Like you're girl. an asshole. Yeah, he doesn't care about her. Like, I mean, don't get involved with him and think that he's gonna like be like this. But like, but let's like don't don't shit where you eat. No, like, I know, but like he just gets <laughs> like what did she? I forget what she said. Like I and like first of all, too, I also didn't like how he was like, "I'm gonna go smoke some kush." It's kind of like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like the whole thing is silly. But it's like, also, don't shit where you eat. Like, you're clearly here with Marissa, and so you're going to steal the money at yeah. her territory and make out with a chick at her own prom? Yeah. Like, truly, right. you give no shits. It's not that right. he doesn't like, give a he's shit. Just he's sabota- just like, yeah, sabotaging the whole thing. Exactly. He's sabotaging. He's doing it, uh, like, on purpose, but, like, it, it, on a, like, on a level that he doesn't realize why he's doing it. It's just baked into him. Again, probably because of his childhood and his upbringing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. You know, he probably and well, I also too. Yeah. I, I I just want to make this point. I bo- I I'm willing to bet that he was an only child. I know you've said this multiple. Times. Totally. You know, um, and and Ryan had to be like a caretaker. You know, like that. That's that that kind of changes you. Like when you have to be a kind of like a caretaker at a young age. Yeah. You know, you just mature faster. Like Kevin just had to like get. He just probably just got beat up. You know, by his dad or or mm. whomever. You know, not not a sibling or anything, but. Yeah. You know what I mean. Thank you, Aunt. Right. Yes. That's what I'm here for, you know? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's time for our patron of the week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. It's patron of the week. It's patron. So this week, um, I chose someone who hasn't been represented yet. Another male. We have more males in the, in the Patreon fam. And I wanted to shout out our friend Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Hey-o. How's it going? It's good to hear from you. Um, I see you liking things. Don't worry. I see it. And I, uh, I, on his, his profile picture on Patreon is just him with this big grin. <laughs> And so I called him Jim's Grin. Jim's Grin. (laughs) (laughs) I got a great laugh out of it. I hope you think it's funny, Jimmy. Um, You just look adorable and sweet in your little profile picture. And (laughs) we just want to thank you so much for supporting us. Jim's Grin. This might be... I I love all of your names, Liz, because (laughs) I look forward to them every week. Jalance was pretty great. 
Love Jalonze. But Jim's grins is <laughs> reminds me of like Michael Scott's tots or something. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, Jim's grin. <laughs> Jim's grin. That was like the vibe I was going for. So I wanted it to be like something playful and silly because like, you know. Yeah. With a name like Jimmy, I'm assuming your name is James Jimmy. You know, you got to got to spice it up. Jim's a grins. Jim's grins. I just said Jim's a grins. Jim's a grins. I love Jim's it. Grins. Jim's grins. <laughs> so fun to say. That big smile. Yep. Uh, righty. So are you ready for your haiku list? Yes. Excited. Oh, gosh. All right. So for season three, episode 24, the title is The Man of the Year. Mm. Awards and troubles. The rivalry continues. The penultimate. Oh, yeah. The penultimate. Um, the rivalry t- continues, you said? Yep. Okay. So obviously it's full chuck in. Ryan, um, foreshad- uh, foreshadowing, forget I just said that. <laughs> Spoiler, Kevin doesn't die, so we're good with that. Um, what was the first part of it? I'm sorry, I missed it. Awards and troubles. Oh, awards. I think that's something to do with Sandy. Mm-hmm. Sandy's in trouble. How is he going to get himself out of it? I cannot believe we're only an episode away Next week will be one episode away from the finale. I'm not ready. I'm not mentally prepared. Same. Um, but uh, I guess everything from this episode is going to lead into the next. I truly don't remember. Does Summer remember her conversation with Seth? Uh, I can't wait to talk about it during After Dark because <laughs> I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be. It could go either way. She could not remember, and has Seth has to kind of re apologize to her if you will or she will remember and they'll be on their merry way he'll hopefully get into RISD and she'll be going to Brown so they'll be able to have that relationship together Ryan and Volchuk though I mean obviously Marissa's not going to take him back come on that would just be terrible if she did so Volchuk's gonna be on a mission he's gonna be on a, a mission that I'm not looking forward to and Ryan's going to be there to try and save the day, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Thank you. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and after dark, we'll get into it. And uh, I'll give you a little a little bit of a tease mm. for next week. Okay. I'm excited. But that is all that we have for this week for the party favor thank you everyone who sent in your questions your comments your emails we love hearing from you thank you everyone for voting in the poll and amusing me especially (laughs) about (laughs) who's the baby daddy uh if you like what you're hearing and you're an apple podcast listener uh please consider leaving us a review and rating us five stars we would greatly appreciate it if you want to be a part of the show and leave some questions and comments you can hit us up on social media we're at let's talk oc on all accounts and let's talk oc at gmail if you'd like to email us 
If you would like to hear more of what our network produces, you can head to our Patreon, ittakes3network.com. We have a lot of behind the scenes. We have Patreon-exclusive podcasts like RiverPod that we just wrapped up. All four seasons, our commentary is up there. Liz just started a new Roswell podcast, so you can listen to that as well. Yay! And uh, I cannot believe that we are two away. Penultimate is next week, and we'll see you then for the Man of the Year. After dark, after dark. dark. Let's talk. Let's talk. All right. After I'm not ready. Aunt, you want to do a little live version? After dark. <laughs> 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 I love it. Lissy, do you want to start with the email? Yeah, I'm going to start with the email. Okay. Um, I feel the beginning of the email was spoilery, so we didn't want to read it on the regular show. But uh, from 2012, so fetch. Comments for 323, they say, Hey ladies, another great listen. You guys are really keeping me entertained during these quarantine times. I'm listening to your new episodes each week while also going through earlier episodes. I can't help but comment on one question which popped up in this week's pod. Someone commented that Marissa has been very alone in the latter half of the season and what we should make of it. Spoilers for the end of season three, but I think the writer's intent was to signify the tragedy of the character. Schwartz has always justified her death by saying tragedy was in her DNA. They probably were trying to set up her death, but it's such a bleak way to do it. As you guys were saying, she basically doesn't feel like she deserves happiness, and then for to die and then for her to die feels like a validation of that, which is such a shitty and depressing idea. In general, I like this episode. I think at this stage in the show, there's so much shared history between the characters. It's fun to revisit the Seth, Anna, Summer, and Ryan, Marissa, Teresa dynamics. Hmm. But yeah. what I find frustrating about this last stretch of season three is that for all of their character growth, they all repeat the same mistakes. Seth keeps lying. Summer keeps jumping to conclusions. Marissa keeps giving guys a second chance who don't deserve it. And Ryan still takes on problems he doesn't need to, like going to get the money from Volchuk. Each character's actions make sense given who they are, but sometimes it also feels like contravince to push the plot forward. I'm also in the camp which likes Volchuk, at least as an antagonist. I don't think he's straightforwardly shitty person, even though he does shitty things. He's an interesting mirror to Ryan. Like, what could have been if the Coens didn't take him in? Ryan was probably always more intrinsic, intrinsic, intrinsically good than Volchuk, but also has been shaped by all the people he's met in Newport, not to mention the privilege which comes with having money. So as much as Marissa is a positive influence on Volchuk, it's not enough to change habits molded over a lifetime. Looking forward to your next episode. Uh, yes. Everything was so well said yes. in that email. I, especially the stuff about Volchuk. <laughs> I course. totally agree. You know, like, thank totally, you for seeing yeah. past, you know, like, into, like, the, the you know, the behind what drives Volchuk and everything like that. And I fantastic. Yeah. I totally agree with that whole speech they said about all the characters repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Like, yeah. at, for the audience, it is frustrating to watch. And obviously, I've had so many choice words with 
Seth, but they all are doing the, the same mistakes over and over again. It's and it's a question though, is it mistakes or is it they're just their character traits? Just them, yeah. And these right. are how these people would act when these situations arise. Because I feel you do mature and I think they have matured. We've said it. Marissa has matured. Ryan has matured. But you can't take certain traits out of a person. And while Seth in certain situations is super mature, like he can give great advice to Ryan versus when he was in season one. Like he's even just the way he carries himself is matured. But Seth also spirals quickly and can't handle himself. Right. So... But what about like when a char- when a character or person should already be matured, like you know, like a parental figure or anything like that? Is that, you know, I guess it's it's not maturity, but I guess that is just who they are, I suppose. Like you said, like Julie, yeah, or or Sandy or Kirsten. I mean, Sandy, I feel is just has blinders on and just took on this role yeah. and can't even. I don't know what kind of mind. He's in a like, different mindset. You don't think it's like mistakes or anything like that. It's it's like these are just things that are in, in these people. I mean, I, I I I agree with that. I like how you said that. But. You mean the hospital's a mistake? No, I mean, well, I that's I guess that's a question. Right? I think like, he got like, himself way too into this situation, and he he cannot see what's like he lost sight of himself. Right. And I don't think it has anything to do with maturing. No, no, no. I like I think yeah. these characters are are you know like they're adults. You know, they're so adults. They should you know be matured. They're but Julie, matured. I feel, has changed a bit. Yeah. She, but she still has her in her to be you know. Yeah. Char- their survival trait. skill, yeah. right? Yeah. It's her character yeah. trait. Yeah, yeah. You can't take that away from her. Yeah. Yeah. But great email. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Alicia, she sent over, do you think the reason Volchuk runs Ryan and Marissa off the road in the end is because he's mad at himself for messing things up with her? Hmm. Did she tell him she was leaving for Greece? I think that's it, to be with her dad and work. I thought it was Hawaii. Um, Maybe it is Greece. I I don't really remember. I don't think it's Hawaii anymore. I think he went somewhere else. Maybe it is Greece. To like the boat, right? And do you think the fact that Marissa said some people just get lost last episode was foreshadowing her character's death? Well, now that you said it, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's been foreshadowing her character this entire season. So She's been lost for a while. Yeah. So do you guys think that Volchuk runs Ryan and Marissa off the road in the end because he's mad at himself for messing things up with her? Um, It's very possible. I mean, uh, you know, subconsciously, uh, he's, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he really meant to run her off the road. You know, I mean, I I think he really wanted her to pull over. Yeah, he wanted to talk to her. He really wanted, you know, like, he doesn't think through his actions. You know, he makes these actions. Um, They are mistakes. And sometimes there are some really terrible consequences for actions. Remember the pillow talk we had? A couple of weeks ago where I was like, man, we got to pick your episode because Volchuk's going. You're like, what are you talking about? And you schooled me on the fact that Volchuk's in early <laughs> season yeah, four. I remember that, yeah. I and then you told me that. everything and I was like, how? I Okay, I retain nothing. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I mean, I like, you know, to this day, like Michelle. I know, I told well, this story already. Oh, with our that poor gas, listeners. The gasp. Yeah, everything. I still gasp at things, yeah. yeah. still gasp at, and, <laughs> and, you know, like. You know, it's just like I, I envy you for being able to just watch the show like completely anew every single okay, time. Okay, it's not every time, <laughs> but I truly, no, 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 I truly do. forgot that Volchuk continues into season four. And when I said that, you're like, 
But then, what does he have? No consequences? Yeah, I know exactly. Like you're just like he, mur- you just he murders a major character, and then we never hear from him again. <laughs> like, that's really weird. What ends. happens with Volchuk in season four, though? I don't remember. Um, well, I mean, you know, like so, you know, Marissa's dead. Uh, vengeance needs to be had, um, and he is. I believe. I think he's in Mexico. Um, but he, like Ryan doesn't know where he is. Um, but he's like obsessed with you know, finding him and making him, mm. and, you know, and punishing him. And isn't Julie in on this too? Yeah, Julie yeah, and Ryan. Yeah, Julie and Ryan Julie come really Ryan close. Like Sounds about right. Kind of thing. So Ryan's in this like fight yeah. club thing and, and then uh, him and Julie are constantly talking and she like has a lead on where he is and yeah. then he ends up finding him and then like he beats the shit out of him. Um, I think he beats the shit out of him, uh, but he definitely like, he gets arrested it, and then um, Ryan beats the guy that kept beating him up. Right. And then, and then he goes to school. Hmm. Right. I remember or no, you know. when you taught, when you reminded me about Volchuk, I was like, oh, yeah, because Julie's involved. Mm-hmm. And no one knows that Julie and Ryan are kind of working together. Yeah. I mean, Julie's not going to let that kind of stuff go. No. She like, couldn't let go when you know, like Marissa wanted to date Ryan. I know. Maybe somebody's going to murder Marissa. Right. And she's right. Let right. It go. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Vic, Anthony, do you think Volchuk was in love with Marissa or he just really cared about her? I think he was in as much love as he possibly could have been with her at that time with that that amount of time having passed and, um, you know, their relationship to have progressed as much. Like, I don't think he's, like, truly capable of love in the way that, you know, we are capable of love. Um you know, I think he's always going to have these types of, yeah. you know, flaws. You, and then she continues with, do you think Volchuk sabotaged relationship because he thought she would realize he wasn't good enough and dump him, which we touched upon. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we already knew about Volchuk felt about her, but I mean, did he start hooking up with girls when she bailed on him or was he always a dog? They mm-hmm. never showed it before. So this is like what you mentioned earlier, Liz, like they never actually had that conversation. Right. They ne- so. Yeah, he pretty much told her everything he had been thinking. Of course, he was drunk. Hi, that's no excuse. He's going to kick himself later. But what I can say he really blew it is because she gave him a second chance. And when he tries to get back at her, it's going to get ugly. We all know that. So, uh, and then we asked about, because we're continuing into season four, and should we change anything? And Vic says, I love your flow and segments to your podcast. So I don't think you need to add anything but since you wanted ideas, what about a Taylorism of the day? That's cute. Or maybe instead of a hay counter, a smile counter for Ryan after episode <laughs> three, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Vic. Thank Thanks. you so much. And I think that's all we have for questions and comments. So for next week, list, we get little Coop back. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Marissa, she goes off to her boarding school to help her with something. Mm, okay, I remember that and she a little bit. Dresses like a slutty schoolgirl, Marissa. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. And Ryan and Volchuk, they work together. Huh. Kind yeah. of. It's <laughs> like, it's no recollection of this. Yeah, it, I actually when I was reading the synopsis, I was like, wow, I don't remember that part. I don't remember Ryan and Volchuk. It's kind of like Volchuk uses Ryan as kind of blackmail because Ryan brings him to the hospital. And because obviously we see how Volchuk is right now Mm. and Volchuk needs Ryan's help, kind of. This is what I read. Sounds familiar. Yeah. And then the Man of the Year Award, which is very from Riviera Magazine, which is 
you know, Caleb got that award. So. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Does Summer remember what Seth tells her, though? Yes, but it doesn't mean he's out of the clear because Sandy does find out he doesn't get into Brown. Right. because And I remember Kirsten does say, like, she says something, and it's very poetic in the fact that, like, now they have to work on their issues and, like, something else is going to happen. And I remember being like, oh, shit, they still have the letter. <laughs> yeah. So, like, right. they have the letter and the fact that Seth has lied about X, Y, and Z. And also, like, yeah, how is he going to keep it from them that he's not going to Brown? It has to unravel very quickly. Yeah. I mean, it has to happen in this episode because in the last episode, they graduate. Right, they graduate mm-hmm. and they're going off to their it's high respective sp- schools. So yeah, wow. Oh my god, wow. I can't believe we're so close. Yeah. Me too. Now I'm we're really, really close, but I know next week we'll be like, holy shit! Now we're really close. <laughs> yeah. I know. I really don't know how to, I'm gonna feel. Like, uh, this is really gonna suck. I know because it's also just like, yes, we're losing Marissa, and yes, we're finishing another season. But it's also we're finishing another season of this podcast. Right, I know. It's sad in that it's retrospect, like three too. three seasons of Let's Talk OC. That's a big deal. Yeah. It is. I know. When did you guys start it? Uh, September of 2018? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we'll be two in September. Wow. Right. Wow. Time is just so weird, especially, you know, being self-isolated and all of that. And it's been over two months at this point. I'm like, what's two months? Right, it's just the it new feels time like it's been frame, forever, but then but not. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Like two months on paper, like all right, it's not that long, but in quarantine, you're like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you're still with us, yes, thanks, Aunt. Thank yeah. you, Aunt. Thanks, everybody. Maybe I'll have you, have you come join the second half of next week's episode. Yeah, it's a Volchek heavy. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for sure, you know, like, I just want to reiterate, I'm not, um, I'm not defending like the, uh, si- single choices that he makes that are awful. Um, you know, I'm defending like Volchuk as a whole, as we know him and as we can only imagine, um, the past, um, Volchuk, you know, I like to give that kind of like, would background. that be like, let's say somehow we met with Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage and they were open. They were like, yeah, let's talk OC, right? (laughs) We want to have an open discussion. Ask us anything. Would that be your question? Oh, I would totally dig into Volchuk's backstory. Yeah. I'd want to know everything that they envisioned for him. What, what made him that way? If they did. If they did. Yeah. I'm sure. You know, yeah, I feel like. Right. Yeah. A writer would. Right. I should look up if they have Volchuk fanfic. Yeah, I mean, I'd check it out, you know. I'm sure there is. Yep. Yeah. And bring on the haterade. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, until next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.